0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real Estate with Axe, San Diego's premier podcast, keeping you up to date with all things relating to the San Diego real estate market, from interest rates to interviews with locals and everything in between. What is happening, everybody? It's Matt Axelson. We're back. It's Wednesday, December 20th, recording live. I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than our usual. We normally hit you with kind of weekly uh, data points. What we're going to forecast today is really the 2024 market, how I see it personally from a national level as well as San Diego specifically. So this is not financial advice. I don't have a crystal ball in front of me, although that would be cool. This is purely my perception and my opinion of what I see happening in 2024. So without further ado, let's jump right in. All right, guys. So this past week, I've been sitting down with a lot of my clients, some of my strategic partners, really to learn about how their year went, uh, things that they kind of see for their near future, and also ways that I can help them, right? And so what I'm thinking is, is today's episode, we basically act as if, you know, this is one of those conversations. And so I'm sharing with you guys how I see 2024 playing out from a real estate perspective, And obviously, like I mentioned before, no crystal ball, so everything to follow is purely my opinion, right? So something that I think that's kind of been funny is in some of these combos, one of my clients actually said that he felt like home ownership under 40 is the new Forbes 40 under 40, right? And so that is pretty funny. It's obviously more difficult to achieve than it used to be, and so I understand his perspective Uh, But honestly, instead of rolling over and just kind of like admitting defeat, let's do something about this, right? So there are many ways to get around it. We'll get into that in just a few minutes. What I wanna dive into first is where rates are today and where we see them going. So as of today, December 20th, the 30-year fixed rate is currently down to 6.62%. That's down from eight, right? We were up at 8% in October. So in less than 60 days, you really could have changed your monthly payment well over $700 on an $850,000 loan. So just to kind of frame that for you, if you were to have bought a million dollar home or had a thought process of buying a million dollar home in October versus doing it now, your monthly payment on an $850,000 loan would be well over $700 cheaper doing it now versus just 45 days ago, which is pretty insane. Uh, Also, if you are a VA or FHA buyer, which many of you are, those rates are now down to 6.1 flat. So these rates keep coming down. We're uh, excited to kind of see that trend throughout 2024 and 2025. It may not be as quick as many of you will like, but that's the trend that we're planning on seeing. So very exciting stuff. So with that information uh, in the back of your mind, now let's think about where projections are headed right so if we're looking at mortgage bankers association or if we're looking at one of these other national forecasters for instance mba they're saying by the end of 2024 we should have rates either at the very low end of the sixes kind of around the six one ballpark or somewhere around the high five somewhere in that five nine ballpark so somewhere from kind of like 6.2 to 5.8 is where I see the end of 2024, and then going into 2025, I think we're going to settle in the low fives throughout 2025, maybe closer to the end of that year. Either way, I feel like that's going to kind of be the balanced rate for the next several years. I obviously could be off on that, but from everything I read, everything I look at, every forecaster, uh, housing starts, all of the above, it looks like somewhere in the fives 2025 is where we're going to kind of settle for a while Um, so that said so if we're having rates fall right so many buyers and people i talk to are saying well why would i buy now if you think rates are going to be you know a point a point and a half lower come next year right well if that's the case what do you think other people are also thinking, right? So with every percentage point that rates come down, 5 million more buyers can afford a home in the States. So we were just at 8%, right? And we're now down to six and a half. So that's seven and a half million more buyers that have entered the market than were in the market in October, right? And so we haven't had our supply dramatically jump and we're not gonna see our supply dramatically jump for several years. And so because of that, what's that going to do? That's going to push appreciation and prices up, right? So what you need to do as a buyer or a seller is really measure what your goals are, right? What's your end goal? What are you looking to achieve by purchasing this house? What are you looking to achieve by selling this house? And so if your thought process is, hey, listen, I don't really have a timetable. I'm not really stressed about getting into a home or selling this home. I don't care how long it's on the market. Yada, yada, yada. Well, then do whatever you want to do, right? You can do anything you want to do. But if you're someone that I'm speaking to where you're looking to avoid competition, whether you're on the buyer side or the seller side, uh, and in this scenario, let me just speak to buyers so I, I'm not murkying the waters or, or confusing anybody. So if you're on the buy side today and you have rates currently at a 6-1 or a 6-6, depending on you know the type of loan that you're utilizing, right now is the best time for you, in my opinion. This is where the least amount of people are looking at properties. We're right in this holiday time frame for the next couple of weeks. And during this time, this is where you can go out and find a deal, right? So I have not seen more off-market opportunities right now uh, than any other time in 2023. We're seeing days on market continue to jump up over the last several weeks because of the lack of activity in the market, because of the holidays, because of kids coming out of school, uh, family visiting, all of the above. This is cyclical. This always happens during this time. So if you're looking for a deal, this should be the time that you're jumping out and grabbing something because as we see rates fall in the future, you can always refinance, right? So obviously that price point can get cheaper on the month over month. But right now, we know that prices are not going to get cheaper in the in the near term. We may have some slight corrections nationally, depending on your market, but here in Southern California, do not expect a correction. I'm just telling you now, December 20th, 2020, 2023, do not expect a correction anytime soon. So if you are trying to get into the market here locally in Southern California, give me a shout let me share with you, let me show you this information I'm looking at um, as I'm speaking to this to really help to hopefully frame for your goals and, and what you're aspiring to, to understand that right now is the best time for you. Because as these rates continue to fall and 5 million more buyers enter the market, what does that do? That's more competition for you that drives prices up And you know, and then down the road, that's a higher number that you have to continue to stay at in order to profit. If you were looking to to sell the house in the future, right? But if you're able to grab it now, and you know that San Diego is projected for about a six, roughly a six percent appreciation in 2024, and the average home price is 900 grand, well, do you want to pay 900 grand today, or do you want to pay 965, you know, in six months or nine months, right? And so lock in the price point you want today. Obviously there's so many different workarounds with rates. I mean, i I know you guys know about buy downs, not only from the seller, but from the lender from several different sources. Um, so you can get your rate below that six today and then lock that in for a year, two years refinance, and, and lock in a, uh, you know, a low five and have that forever. Right? So it's really up to you. Do you want to have more competition when you're looking to purchase? Or do you want to get something now? And you know the cliche statement over this last year was uh, was marry the house, date the rate, right? And so it's really up to you in that scenario. So now let's flip it. So if you're on the seller side and you're looking to sell a home in the next year, right? What matters to you? I would assume it's probably price point, and it's also efficiency of the sale. That's that's my guess, right? And so if that's the guess then for you, it might make sense to hold a little bit, right? So it might make sense to sell as we get closer to summer. Or if you have a stunner of a house, it might make sense to sell now. So if you have something that's completely turnkey, ready to roll, and you know that anyone that sees your house on these photos, these drone tours, etc., are going to love your home and it's going to sell right away, then right now might be a great opportunity because you have less competition listed on the market so you stand out and you're the one that everyone's going to jump to this weekend right you're the one that everyone's coming to that open house but if you like you know your home right so if you know that there's well the kitchens from 1988 and you know the carpets are a little beat up and you know there's just it's not perfectly turnkey in the moment it might make sense for you to hold on a little bit till we get closer to summer when these rates continue to fall right buyers, there's more buyers that have hit the market, and they also have more free time because they're entering into summer, we're entering into that more cyclical hot market here in Southern California. And then that can maybe drive your price up, right? Because you've been riding appreciation up throughout the year as well. And so as a seller, it may make sense for you to hold that property till around summertime, while as a buyer, you should, in my opinion, you should be looking for something today. And if, uh, and if you don't see something on the market today, we should be seeking something off market for you today. Uh, there's a property right now that I'm looking at off market for one of my clients up in Orange County where the seller just wants a certain number and that price point is probably 300 grand under what he could get on the market. He just doesn't wanna to have to go through the process of doing it. He's one of those guys that just doesn't wanna deal with it. right? He'd rather have it be efficient, smooth, and off market. Well. If you're a buyer that's looking for that sort of scenario, there are sellers out there that match your same thought process and align with what you'd like to do. So that's something that I would put out there uh, just as a thought process. So we see rates coming down. We also see appreciation jumping just as a continued summary of everything I just said. Uh, last thing I want to I speak to for just a minute. This is another way to get into home ownership. Uh, or to be creative in terms of selling a home. And so this is seller financing. And so for all of you that maybe have heard of this, but don't really know the ins and outs of it, um, there are several different iterations of seller financing and ways to, you know, have creative financing hacks, quote unquote. Um, That said, I'm going to present a couple different options for you in this moment. And so... Uh, one of which is, you know, are you somebody who's currently renting and has a great relationship with your landlord? If that's you, this could be a great scenario for you. Are you someone who has a great job but maybe doesn't have the best credit or doesn't have a lot of cash in the in the bank at the moment? Well, this could be perfect for you. Are you a do-it-yourselfer or someone who's super handy around the house? This could be for you. So... Couple scenarios for each of those people. So seller financing in this scenario, seller financing if your landlord is getting older or complaining maybe about California taxes, right? So in this scenario, you'd sit down with them and you'd tell them, hey, you know, I know selling a house now would, would kind of be tough and, you know, going through that, getting a lump lump sum payment and just, you know, and paying, you know, an arm and a leg to taxes. Uh, have you ever thought about doing seller financing or some sort of creative financing? And so if they've never thought of this, basically what it is, is that seller, that landlord just becomes the bank, right? And so that seller can, can, or you can, as the buyer, really present terms to that seller and say, hey, listen, I mean, I know we know each other. I know, you know, we have a great bond and, and great back and forth and, and you've seen me take care of the house for you and, you know, or the condo, whatever it may be. What you tell that seller is you say, hey, listen, you know, rates are now down to 6.6. 6. How about, in our scenario, for the next three years, I pay you seven percent um, of whatever number that person wants for the house, right? So let's say they'd sell it for a million dollars, for instance, and um, you know, but they can't sell it today for whatever reason, or they don't want to, or whatever. You tell them, "Hey, listen, I'll give you your price, right?" So they become the bank. You put no deposit down. You continue to basically rent the property for uh, from them, but in this case, it's a lease option to buy. And so you guys set the terms where you say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to pay interest only at this percent," and and then the seller obviously can you know determine those uh, you know those specs with you as well. You can go back and forth, but you say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to pay you seven percent at this number uh, for this sort of uh, purchase price," and so and then after three years, you'll get a balloon payment of that balance, right? And so basically, that gives you three years in order to get your credit in order, get yourself in order to be able to purchase the house after those three years. And if you don't perform, uh, you can't perform or you don't perform, no harm no foul, the property stays with that seller and they can sell it in the future if they want to or they can continue to rent it or they can do another seller financing deal with somebody else, right? But if you're able to get your credit, get your finances where they need to be through those three years, then you can go ahead, go get yourself a real loan Buy the property, get the seller out of it, and, and now you're paying, you know, a Chase Bank or California Coastal Loans or whoever in terms of the loan on that property. So it's a way to get into the home basically with no cash, with bad credit, all of the above, and become a homeowner in a really short period of time. Right? This can also work if you're someone uh, maybe you've seen this house listed on the market for a while and the seller doesn't want to lower their price. Let's say it's the same scenario, it's a million dollars. Uh, actually, let's shift it, right? So if we're here in San Diego, let's say you're somebody who's young, and but you want to live in Coronado, right? And you know that Coronado has no detached homes on the entire peninsula under $2 million. But you're like, hey, listen, this is where I want to be. This is how I want to make it happen. And you happen to meet somebody that's open to this scenario. What you do is you pitch them. You say, hey, listen, I know you're trying to sell your, your property for two point five. Um, and there hasn't been any hits on it. It's been on the market for over 100 days. Have you ever thought about seller financing? And maybe you do have $100,000, or you do have some sort of deposit you can give them. And so you you present the terms that make sense for you, right? And so you can say, hey, listen, I'll give you a $100,000 deposit. I'm going to pay you X percent for this amount of time, and then with an option to buy at this point. And, and so there are so many different workarounds to get you into home ownership. So Without getting into the weeds, I know I've been on here long, rambling. Uh, Some of these next several episodes, I think I'm going to gear them towards some different uh, kind of in-depth examples uh, and ways that you could potentially do seller financing for yourself because obviously we know affordability is tough, especially here in San Diego. We've been been named the most unaffordable city in America, which is a, a tough title to have. And so... With all those things being true and being facts in our current dynamic, why not utilize every scenario to get us into home ownership, right? There's such a dramatic difference in net worth from home ownership, from someone who owns a home and someone who doesn't. Um, And as time goes on, that number, that wealth number continues to be more exponential uh, for someone who actually is a homeowner versus the opposite. So that said, future episodes, I'll dive into this a little bit deeper. If you have questions on it now, shoot me a DM. I'm at real estate with ax. Ask me any questions you have. Uh, you can find me on my website, realestatewithaxe.com. You can shoot me an email, axe at realestatewithaxe.com. Find me wherever, wherever it makes sense for you. That said, I hope you guys have an amazing holiday season. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope it's an incredible Christmas for you and your family. Whatever you celebrate, I hope it's a great time and you're just enjoying uh, the time that you have with your loved ones. Uh, That said, I will catch you on the 28th. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.